0: What is this? For the, For the Masses. Mass. 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 Can I begin? Yeah. Uh-huh, it's the chill kit. Chill I got kit. the cars to the deck, you should deal with I got the flows to not your head, can you feel it? I put the beans in a bag and I will never move it. Yes, sir, damn right. I keep it low-key. They must got all time as if they say that they know me. Hey, welcome to the For the Masses podcast. My name is John Barrett, your host. Hey, happy belated Thanksgiving, everyone. I'm super excited. I'm super late to be back. I went through a few weeks of like not uploading. I have interviews ready, guys, but you know, just like life happens, and no excuses, and we're just going to keep on being consistent and dropping episodes. This is episode number 22, featuring my good buddy, Brad Thomas. I call him a good buddy because he's a wrestler, right? And he's just doing amazing things in the podcast space, but before we get into his interview, we got admin tasks we got to take care of because we do what we got to do. All right, please follow us on Instagram at For The Masters Podcast, at, on Facebook at For The Masters Podcast, and on YouTube at JB The Masters Podcast. Hey, thank you, everyone. Let's jump into the episode. Brad, I appreciate you jumping on the For The Masters Podcast. Absolutely,
1: man. You know, when you reached out, it, I was like so stoked. My pleasure to come on.
0: Man, that means the world because, like, uh, obviously, shout out to JD Ramsey who linked us. And um, he described it. He was like, man, this guy, like, he's he, he's so cool. Like, he has a, a great following. He's like, you know, um, obviously he's in a different arena than you, um, but he does some, like, cool other stuff in addition to a podcast, his podcast. So, like, shout out J.D. Ramsey for linking us, most definitely.
1: Yeah, J.D.'s a great man. Like, the second I met J.D., I knew he'd be a friend for life. That's 100% sure.
0: His brotherhood. He And that's the type of his personality is, like, just like a brotherhood. So how do you know J.D.?
1: Well, so I know J.D., a guy I wrestled with in high school, ended up going to West Lib. And funny story, like, they were roommates in college when they were wrestling. And then J.D. came down to Orlando. And I felt like me and J.D. ended up becoming closer than me and him ever yeah, yeah. were. And I hang with J.D. all the time, go down and visit him. So that's how that's how we met. And I'm I'm grateful for it.
0: That's it. So like so, so you wrestled, too?
1: Yeah, I wrestled. I wrestled at Hagerty, um in Oviedo, then wrestled at UCF for two years.
0: Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, so like combat the combat sport lifestyle. And um, oh, so yeah, do, do you, sure. you train now? Do you do any, any I do, I do not. It? I
1: stopped training uh about a year and a half ago, maybe a year ago. I was just spending so much money and then as you'll see on the show, like I have so many things that I'm doing. I was going to classes like twice a week. It was not worth the money.
0: Yeah, no, I get that. And um and like obviously we understand like it went post post college, like being a combat sport athlete is just like, hey, something you do to like keep that like, yeah, kind of vibe going, you know, and because you miss it, you know, you go to that like oh, identity, yeah. the identity lapse, you know, and um, it was hard for me, man. Like, and it hit me like a week after college, and I was like, man, like I'm no longer a wrestler or
1: <laughs> competing no. wrestler, you know. I totally dig it. Like when when I stopped wrestling, I so like. I'll never forget my coach in high school was like, I was trying to do BJJ and wrestle at the same time. And he was like, Brad, listen, you have your whole life to do jits." He's like, you can only wrestle in college for so long. Take advantage of that. And so I did that. Then when I stopped wrestling, I was like, I was itching so bad. Like, I I mean, I must've bounced around from gym to gym. Just anybody who'd let me get a month free, two months free. And I was, I finally committed. I was like, all right. I'll do this for an entire year. I was paying like 150 bucks. Yeah. I was like, that's not bad. That's not bad. And then I quit again. And then I, I moved down to downtown Orlando and there's a um, American combat club out here. And I started training with those guys. I was like, this is great, but just didn't fit my schedule. Like, I mean, Monday through Friday, I'm doing three or four different podcasts. So it's got to, it's, it's kind of hard to balance, balance it out, especially still going to the gym. I do a lot of like weight training, powerlifting. So like, it's a lot to balance mm-hmm. in.
0: That's dope. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And like, I think, uh, like, like people like us, it's like good to like focus that energy onto like other stuff. Obviously, like you're a creator now, you know. Yeah. And I definitely want to get into that later on. But so, like, you know, JD was like my first. He was like my first graduate assistant coach, and um, he he basically took me under the wing when I was having a first hard semester. Man, like that's I, awesome. I, I, uh, like he was just uh, such a blessing to me because like I was I was a transfer. When you transfer, your credits don't transfer. And I didn't know that. I was like, man, I got a three coming in. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah. and I'm in the I'm in the military. Had like, you know, a rough transition. Uh, some teachers understood the, um, you know, the whole military thing, but some didn't. You know, so ineligible the first semester, and um, Oof. you know, so competing like in a different single than the rest of the teams. And he just kept on like doing one on ones with me. And then when I got my shot, I got my shot. You know, so yeah, he's um, a great cool. dude. Love that dude, you know. So, so Brad, tell everyone a little bit about yourself, like where you're from. Uh, like, you're obviously in Orlando now, right?
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and like, yeah, tell everyone about yourself, like. What, yeah, what, yeah.
1: Give them a little background about me. So, Brad Thomas, man, I I grew up in Orlando in Oviedo. Um, you know, I have a pretty big family, and one thing that's real important to me is family. So, throughout this journey of life, I've had the opportunity to you know meet other people, bring them in my wing bring them into my fold. um, I think that a lot of my influences you'll see as I talk come from my family. You know, my, both my parents are are real Southern. So we love football. We love sports. Um, I started playing sports actually was doing karate as my, my first sport. It was kind of, my parents wanted to, you know, get me, get me out of the house. I was just tearing up the house and I did karate for a pretty long time. So I ended up switching over to do um, Krav Maga, but while I was transitioning to that, I I picked up the golf club and that's kind of how I got my break into the sports industry. I played golf um, literally every day. My parents got me a golf cart so I can drive to the golf course. Um, I was practicing playing golf and I'll just never forget. I was like a little jit, like watching the television. And I was like, man, these guys on Golf Channel are, are amazing. I want to be one of these guys on the television. And... I, I was okay, you know, I, but I wasn't like the guy who had something special. Like, yeah. you can tell that at a young age, but I loved playing golf and loved being, like, surrounded by it. But I knew as my friends started to get older, and, like, I had a lot of older friends who were starting to play college golf, and they were talking about it, and I was like, I don't want to play 36 holes of golf every day. Like, yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. not me. Yeah. Uh, but being around golf is so fun, so this actually kind of all ties together where – I was playing golf. I ended up stopping playing golf. I, I was like, I don't want to play golf ever again. I hate this sport. And yeah, I think it was yeah. the pressure of, you know, you're starting to get that age where are you going to play golf in college or what are you going to do? And now I'm dividing my time between golf, football, volleyball, wrestling. I'm literally playing all of these sports and trying to do them all year round where golf was one of those things where I was like, I'm not getting any better. But I could feel myself becoming a better wrestler. I could feel myself getting really good at volleyball. We – we competed a lot in volleyball, and we traveled, and, and just golf, I wasn't there. But when I ended up, like, finishing up college, and I was, you know, trying to look what I wanted to do, I, I started to remember back on how I really wanted to be, you know, this TV personality on the golf channel. And that really kind of, I don't know, it sparked a fire under me. Yeah. One of the guys I wrestled with at UCF, Steven D'Agostino, you might know him. He uh, He was working for the golf channel. And he was like, hey, we're hiring in a position that, you know, is just starting. You're going to be starting all the way at the bottom. And I was like, dude, whatever it takes to get me in there. Yeah. And when I mean I was literally starting down the bottom, I was answering phone calls. I was answering yeah. phone calls every day. And it kind of taught me a lot about, you know, working hard to get to where you want to go. Because then I started setting goals of I just want to get a little bit higher, a little bit higher, a little bit higher. Until... You know this podcasting thing kind of came around. Um, I was through work. I had a buddy at I had a buddy at work who I job shadowed, and he had his whole desk was decked out with Ohio State stuff. And I'm like, at this point, I'm still weight training, you know, so like I'm the guy who has his lunchbox. Like I'm I gotta get my yeah. meals in. So I come to his desk, and we're supposed to be super professional, you know. I was like, Hey, do you <laughs> yeah. mind? Do you mind if I eat while we're while we're working? And you know, it's so easy to. Have that conversation while you're just stuffing your face you know you kind of get sidetracked and we started talking sports the whole time we talked sports every single day that i was shadowing him i think we probably talked about work stuff for about five minutes and he ended up becoming my podcast co-host and we worked the podcast together and you know it's just a great journey that i've been on because working for golf channel i've been able to you know be on NBC. i i'm a soccer analyst for NBC now and like, even, on, even throughout the week, I'll join NBC Sports and talk soccer. And, I, I mean, a lot of that comes from – you just have to think about all the way from the beginning. You know, when I was a little kid working, I knew what I wanted to do, but I had no idea that I would open these doors.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. You seem super passionate about it, like, just, like, sports in general and, like, oh, yeah. like analyzing in general. It's, like, super passionate. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's super it's, – it's sick. Like, it's funny because – my, my job right now, I'm a salesman, you know, that's my full-time yeah. job. And I just had a, a trip with my boss up to Detroit and we go play golf. Like we just finished a couple of meetings, we go play golf. And he's like, Hey man, I know you love, I know you absolutely love sports. And you know, if there's anything that I can do to try to get you to that next level to where you're a full-time NBC analyst or, or anything, just let me know because I know it's something that you love. And yeah, I think that, the passion is kind of you can you can see it it's it's, it's hard to ignore
0: yeah 100 percent. and like you listen to an episode of like so everyone listening uh brad's podcast is called uh what's the spread and you talk about various different sports too not just football not just basketball um other sports too right yeah so
1: um we our title on our podcast twitter page is football's king
0: but it's important
1: <laughs> so like we have when the World Cup comes around or Olympics come around, we have to cover that stuff because people need to know like our opinions. I feel that I spend enough time, uh, you know, studying these sports and trying to find edges where I go out there and make people money. Uh, golf, we cover a lot of golf. Golf is actually like I said, how I got my break into the industry. Well, it's how I got my break into writing and podcasting. Yeah. I. I was actually started working for a, a daily fantasy sports company writing golf articles. So I always like to pay homage to like where I got started. I tell my podcast co-hosts like we got to mix it up sometimes. So yeah, we cover a, a ton of stuff. Um, I, but it's, it's hard to ignore how much we love football,
0: man. That's awesome, man. Like, so how long have you been doing what's the spread and that you're, you're, you're one half of the, of the podcast Dual, Um, And yeah. that person is the person you're referred to in the story that you talk about podcasting. I mean, talk sports every day, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: We've been doing the podcast since 2015. Uh, we, it, like when I said, we were talking sports one day, I came up to his desk and this is now we're on the same team We're you know, we're working together. I came up to his desk. We're we like, Hey, we both want to be in the public aisle. We both want to be content creators. How do we get there? What do we do? And we look at each other, we're talking and we go, we got to start a podcast, man. We got to start a podcast the very next day we I, I stayed up all night trying to figure out how do i start a podcast yeah we went into one of the office rooms inside uh one of the meeting rooms inside the office we opened up a laptop and we recorded probably the world's worst episode <laughs> I feel that we we have the we have the episode launched and when we get to episode 500 we're going to re-release it so everyone who was there from the beginning can see the journey that we've come from i mean we we're recording on a single mic computer uh, and I, I mean, I, I had some experience editing like music uh, on different DAWs, but nothing like editing podcast audio. Yeah. And so it was it was harsh. But um, yeah, we, that's how we started. It's been a fun journey. We just finished episode 151 last week. Yeah, I've been able to branch off and create a second podcast called Bankroll Blitz with another guy who's in the space and, you know, the ability to start fresh and be that kind of guy who's afraid to now the guy who knows what he's doing. And, it, it shows itself in other podcasts, and guys want to work with you.
0: No, nah, absolutely. So that's awesome. So you you started off, and then it was just like super, super awful. Because that's how I was. But I actually published yeah. my first one. And we published
1: our we published our okay. So we published our first one, and we put it out there. And man, I just want to thank everyone for the reception that they gave us because they were all like, "Oh, this is so great! You guys absolutely killed it!" And then we went back and we listened to it like i think two years later we were like oh my god and our podcast wasn't even called what's the spread back then oh it was called welcome to the house because we were trying to find a name and i mean we've gone through two rebrands uh well one name change and then two rebrands and after we you know started to get our footing up underneath us we kind of cleaned it up and we we hid all of those episodes so they're still online if anybody ever wants them we can unlock it and show it to them but yeah, we were not good. and Everyone was so supportive, like our friends and family.
0: That's so funny because like, I feel like I got the same thing. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is like the best thing ever. And, you know, they, they still refer to that as their for, as their most favorite episode. But I'm like, are you sure? And yeah. I think, like, like people who aren't in space or in audio in general, like, they don't really care about, like, the audio. They just care about the content. Yeah. And yeah. That's hard. It hurts though because it's like we put so much work into the production you know and you have a really well produced uh show you know as do you as do you i appreciate that hey no i appreciate it bro so so what's the spread so when did that start like what year so
1: with, what's the spread we changed the name um i want to say 2018 now okay um we, we 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 were just welcome to the house was not working there was yeah. another there was another welcome to the house and I don't even know. I think it was like a housing show and people didn't know what we were. It was hard to market. Mm -hmm. And at this point in my actual career, me and the other guy were both working in marketing, social media marketing at golf channel. And so we are getting so much better at branding and creating um, brands and how to elevate them. And we knew that what's the spread. I mean, welcome to the house wasn't going to work. So we switched over to what's the spread. And I can remember we had probably like, 150 followers on welcome to the house and we had 500 likes on facebook facebook was like you guys can't change your name so we had to start from scratch there on twitter we changed our name and then follows just started to pour in because they started to understand that it was betting you know the people Mm. who, who they followed they listened uh so i'm forever grateful for that change as well like i mean if we're welcome to the house i feel like people would be like Oh, we're gonna do some DIY home yeah, garden yeah.
0: stuff. <laughs> no, absolutely. So and so, you guys officially started Welcome to the House in 2018.
1: Yeah, we, we officially started with, uh, Welcome to the House in 2015, and then the transition in 2018 oh, was okay. uh, what's the spread?
0: No, no, most definitely. So since you're very like sports based, like, do you do weekly episodes? Do you do bi-weekly? Like, what does it look like for your like for, like your schedule? Yeah, so I'll give you
1: my full my full schedule. So um for what's the spread we got an episode once a week um for bankroll blitz it's once a week I'll jump on NBC bet the edge um during big tournaments so like let's say when we had Euro 2020 I was on there every week Euro um, 20, what's what's what sport is that that soccer okay and so that uh I jump on there every week and then so now we're in EPL I'm on there about every 2 to 3 weeks oh and, wow yeah it's 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 pretty packed
0: that's all you're a podcaster's podcaster (laughs) i have to to take advantage of the time and ask you questions and like how to grow my show
1: no any any questions you want to ask like i i'll tell you kind of a funny story um Mm -hmm. so you know and anybody who's listening use this as you know inspiration to never give up because i um i was in a meeting one day it was a company-wide meeting we had just acquired a betting company so nbc sports owns golf channel we just acquired a betting company and i've been wanting to get in the betting space i was like man these guys are trying to go after all these big names but they literally have two guys that work at their company who are betting experts if you want yeah. to call us that you know and so i wrote on the forum i go i did it anonymously and then this is like a, a two thousand person company i wrote what names are you guys going after in the betting space to kind of fill out your betting team? Did you know you have two guys in your company who are currently in that space? And the VP was like, Brad, I know you wrote that. And he's like, we're going to work out like what we have to do to, to make things work. Well, I took matters upon myself to reach out to the directors. They put their directors and the VP's names in there. And I was like, Hey guys, here are my reels. Here's my sample work. And here are some of the publications I've been featured in. I want in on your team. Uh, about a couple of weeks later, um, the VP of that team reached out to me and was like, "Hey Brad, let's chat." He's like, "Right now, you know, we don't have anything, but if you want to start creating content for us, we'd we'd welcome it with open arms." And and I was like, "This sucks, man." Yeah. I, I, I want to get paid. I want to be full time. And I reached out to my HR, my HR rep, and I was like. What should I do? He goes, use this opportunity because doors will open. And I emailed him back and I said, tell me what to do. So I started writing one article a week for um, NBC yeah. Sports. And flash forward a year later, they they're like, Brad, you want to be on our podcast? We've seen your videos, you're good. And moving forward now, this will show you how you know how this world is tough. I go out there and they have a full time role, uh, manager, content creator. You know, I'll be managing everyone, creating content. I interviewed um, for what I thought would be an interview. You know, yeah. I, I get dressed up. I was super stoked, and I and by dressed up I mean I was wearing like a soccer polo. I, yeah, I, I'll yeah. tell anybody when I go to interviews I like to be comfortable, and when you're comfortable, you look good. If you, yeah, I don't look, yeah. I'm not comfortable in a suit, so I wouldn't look good. But uh, the guy's like, Brad, we can't offer you this position, man. He's like, you have no experience managing a team, and not that much writing experience, and you know, I wasn't, I wasn't like super bummed, but I was bummed enough to where I was like, do I even keep doing this? You know, is this going to be like the right thing for me? And, you know, after that, I continued to keep grinding and joining the podcast. And he ended up reaching out and he's like, hey, we're going to try our best to to create something for you. And so, you know, it hasn't happened just yet, but I think that it's a good, good example of, you know, just keep grinding, keep working. I know it's going to come. And when it does, I'll be like, you know, look back at those days when I was writing free articles for all these different companies and you know, heck, I tell my parents now that like I have multiple companies that I, that pay me to write or, or appear on their stuff, and I mean, it's all that free work. You know, that free work sucks, but that free work gets your name out there.
0: No, absolutely, and and you know, I we definitely appreciate the story, you know, because like it's like it, it shows your tenacity and it shows how much you like you're super passionate about that about all of this, bro. That's awesome. Yeah,
1: man, it's yeah. it. You have to you have to love it. You know it. You're a podcaster. You have to love podcasting to be a podcaster you can't this is not something that you can just call a hobby and just be okay with because you know just as much as i do, yeah. there's days where you're like you finish your day and you're like man the last thing i want to do is podcast but the second i turn on those lights or the second i you know start that first phrase on the podcast i'm in i'm locked in i'm ready to go
0: <laughs> but i was just ready to say the same thing you know for me today is one of those days man it was like oh man Oh man, I got something scheduled. You know, let me let me figure it out real quick. You know, and um, I told you before, I'm still in uniform. You know, so man, I appreciate that. That, That's so surreal, and it's like it it means the world. Like because again, it's like it's like also like what's the big picture of like what I'm doing? You know, and me for me, a fairly new show is more of like all right, what like what's my niche? Yeah, what's my niche? You know, and I'm still still trying to figure it out. But no, I appreciate it, bro. No, yeah,
1: dude, keep grinding,
0: like. God, it's pod. I just, the I'm just so glad
1: that we just had that idea to, to podcast. And then you reached out and, like, man, I'm meeting another brother on here. Like, you know, yeah, connecting. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're, we're, we're connecting. We're, you know, each casting our net a little bit wider. And, uh, you know, it's been, it's been, a, it's been a great journey so far.
0: Now nah, that's awesome, man. You know, I always tell my homies too, because, you know, everyone wants to start a podcast, right? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, bro, like the space is young, you know, like just hit a million. You know youtubers is you know they're just hundreds of millions of youtube channels right yeah and i'm like yo we're, we're, this is young you know analytics are getting better like this is this is where you want to be and you know and see what's up for you and i was like yo bro once you do you start you know what's gonna happen i'm gonna introduce my podcast friends <laughs> <laughs> and all the uh and all the different like channels and stuff like that so typically yeah. when i have like guests that like you know tell me about their dreams inspirations And they want to start a podcast, I tell them, all right, well, let's set a date. I know you got the equipment because I had equipment for two years, you know, and I I, I give them accountability date. I'm like, all right, well, you got to at least have the first one recorded by this date, you know. So you just reminded me to check on two of my buddies that said, oh, yeah.
1: No, that listen, I I can't believe that you said that because I've had people reach out to me and be like, Brad, how do I do it? What do I do? And I say, literally just start. I had someone reach out to me um, in our company who's like, Brad, how do i get started on doing a podcast i have no idea what to do i said all you need is a microphone and a computer as long yeah. as you can upload it to the internet the audio doesn't even have to be amazing to start off with because yeah. what you're doing is you're practicing those yeah. first five episodes where you might have 10 viewers that's your family those are your friends you're, <laughs> you're, you're getting you're getting those nerves out
0: of you and it'll grow from
1: there no
0: absolutely bro I know. Um... Like and and that's that's exactly how it's been for me. You know, super grateful for the journey, and I'm grateful that the type of show I have that I can re- I can batch record. You know, I can have hell episodes. Oh yeah. You know? you know, and um, like at the pace I'm going, like I do one a week right now. Um, but I probably have like eight stored right now. Eight weeks. That's out. awesome. You know, but like I started to do d- like two a week, and I was like, all right, let me slow down because I'm <laughs> exhausting the clip right now. You yeah. Know, for the for the weeks where I you know I am you know, you know, like miss, miss weeks, you know? So if I miss week, I just try to like get them all together and drop them all. So that's kind of like the strategy I've been doing. (laughs) The batch episodes are good too. Like I'll tell you, this is kind of funny
1: around the Kentucky Derby. So I also handicap other sports like horse racing and everything.
0: So we're doing like
1: this, we're doing like this group handicap where, you know, some of our handicap is, is where you, um, you analyze the bets of a game and you try to find edges. And so we're, I have an entire race book, like three inches thick of the entire Kentucky Derby. I have a show with the PGA. I have the Kentucky Derby. I have a podcast with NBC. I have my podcast, What's the Spread, all to record while I'm in Key West. And wow. I'm just so like, my head is just going, like I want to slam it against a wall. And so the first night at Key West, we went out, we grabbed drinks. I was like, okay, I'm done drinking. I, I handicapped all the games I handicapped the race book, wrote up my articles, and then every day I just knocked out a different podcast. Now, sometimes I just like wish I didn't do something that was, you know, had to be every week or had yeah, to be yeah. live. But you know, it's cool.
0: No, nah, absolutely. Man, like I think you got like a like a cool thing going on. So like, you know, it's super, super inspirational. You told us like how to kind of like push through that plateau, but like how can you get people to like start like how like start? I tell people, yo, like yeah, apps like Anchor, you could just like Literally do it on your phone. And the audio yeah. doesn't sound bad because they have, like, some equalizers on there, you know? So I'm like, well, how, what would you tell people who just want to start?
1: Uh, for people who just want to start, outside of saying you just got to start, what I would say is figure out what you want to talk about and write it down. Write it down and then just read it. I think that, you know, when it, I keep all of my notes from every podcast episode I've ever done. From the very first podcast episode I have was probably, like, I don't know, five or six pages of notes. I was trembling and I was super nervous. And literally what I did was I just read the notes. I just read the notes and put it online. Um, don't worry about the marketing. Don't worry about yeah. what people think. Because from there, like from the beginning, it's going to be sloppy. It's going to be bad. It's going to be gross. And if, if it's not, bravo. But anybody who just wants to start, don't be afraid. Like, don't be afraid what people say. I'm I right now I have uh, I think I've twenty six or twenty-seven hundred followers. And from the time I started to really pursue this very hard, I started out with like eleven hundred and I think I grew it in like a year to that number. Well, you know, the first eleven hundred were people who really loved me. You know, they they were friends, family, people who who've been following since twenty fifteen. And I, I started, you know, doing this very serious what in two thousand nineteen where I started building my actual uh, personality. The next followers were brutal, man. Like if I would say something wrong or I'd get a game wrong, I would have the trolls like in my DMS, they'd be on my page and I would be a little like, you know, a little hurt, man. I'd be like, I'm putting all this time and effort. Like, of course I'm going to be wrong sometimes. But I think that I had a conversation with Jonathan Coachman, the coach from the Madden, the guy who does the Madden voice. We, uh, I had a conversation with him. I was giving a tour. I was a tour guide for golf channel and he was, uh, just happened to be walking by and I was like, Hey coach, cause we had shot some commercials together. I was like, Hey coach, come talk to these kids. And, uh, these kids are like, asking him questions. It's like, what do you guys have? These are all high schoolers. And you know, most of the questions are like, what was it like filming Madden or, you know, questions that I don't think we're going to actually help them in their long term journey. Cause most of <laughs> yeah. them either want to be TV personalities or they want to be behind the camera. And, um, I asked him, I said, Hey, I'm dealing with trolls. And how do you handle trolls? He said, I don't give them any time. He's like, I don't put any thought into those guys because they're nothing to what I want to do long term. Yeah. The only time I even give them the time of day is if they're talking bad about my family or certain group of people, I'll just block them and act like them they never existed. And that's why I say to new people, if you're worried about what people say, like you're gonna you're gonna have friends. The so-called friends who are going to be like, dude, why are you even doing this podcast, bro? You're just wasting yeah. your time. Or those aren't your friends. Those aren't people you want in your corner. Just start. Don't worry about what people say because there's going to be there's going to be the naysayers, the haters. Heck, I'll even say my mom at the beginning was like, "What are you doing with this sports betting stuff?" Now I think she's my number one number one fan. Super so yeah, you good. know there, there's going to be people who are going to naysay or or be skeptical. Especially like parents are always skeptical. Yeah. Um, so don't freak, don't don't freak out. Like, or if you mess up own it or just keep moving don't don't get disappointed about it because i mean i've been on a podcast where uh i was on a podcast for monument sports this is mgm grand's podcast and this is my first time ever being a guest on like a major podcast and i'm representing nbc and i have my phone but i my work phone sitting right next to me and i said something and it started talking in the middle of me on a live show on a jumbotron in front of hundreds of people inside their sports book. And I'm freaking out. I knocked the phone on the ground. I start stepping on it, trying to knock it off. And, yeah. you know, I, I just was like, you know, those are, those moments are going to happen. And new podcasters have to know that if it was all sunshine and rainbows, we'd all be podcasting. We'd all have a million followers and we all be rich as crap going to the Super Bowl every week on free to every year on free tickets, but yeah. it's not going to be all sunshine and rainbows. There's going to be blood, sweat and tears. Heck, I mean, I've recorded episodes where we record an entire episode. I go to edit it and I go, we have to re record this episode. You know, it, it happens every now and then. Once every, you know, I'd say once every 60, 70 podcasts, something's not going to go right. Wow. New, new podcasters got to know that, like, this is a grind, but, like, if it's something that you want to do or you, you love it, it's totally worth it in the end.
0: No, absolutely. And, you know, first I like you know I I appreciate you highlighting the grind aspect of it because everyone's like oh it's audio you know it's like not video yeah. and man like oh this audio editing and like stuff is like different you oh know? yeah I, obviously I don't I don't do the editing uh, on mine right now but when I was first starting I was so overwhelmed <laughs> I was like I can't believe and you know obviously I want to sound good I'm listening to this podcast why can't mine sound as yeah like, you know so so that that's that's like super big. And from the grind aspect, it's like, it's like, yeah, it really, really is. You know, I can't even imagine not doing a show like I do where I could batch. Oh, yeah. It's such a grind. uh, And I'm so like, I'm so like interview based, you know? So, like, but so it's easy. It's easy for me to just like, hey, like, can I schedule you? And I schedule, put in my phone, you know, probably on Monday or Tuesday where I know I can do pot, like, do interviews, you know? And, And I just have them. You know, but like someone trying to do something live, like my, I got a buddy who does um, he does a show. Is I would say uh, a, a current event based. Um, okay. our uh, name Chris Carter. Shout out Chris Carter. Um, but he's just a good storyteller. So he can set up a mic like this and just like talk, talk about story. like, yeah. And I, so I I admire that about his show, you know, and um. So, yeah, no, I, I agree. So, like, you know, definitely we appreciate you jumping on. Before you go, though, like, how how do you find it, find a niche? How do you, like, navigate this space? Because it sounds like you let your passions drove you to podcasting, and then you slowly started to incorporate, like, what you love. Um, yeah. I just like article building, you know, sports betting, like, things like that. So how do you, like, go from there? Specifically, this is probably for me, though. Not for yeah, you, no, though.
1: absolutely. i say finding your niche, I, I give two pieces of advice. Number one, and listen, I'm a storyteller, so – They're probably both can have stories behind them. Mm -hmm. But uh, number one is, you know, take the opportunities that are there for you. If there's a a space or a void that needs to be filled, you have to fill it. And why I say that, listen, I love soccer and I never played soccer my entire life. You know, I didn't (laughs) like I didn't play in a rec league until what, four years ago. So um, but I would always you know admired soccer and always been a, a soccer handicapper with my friends and when i applied for a role with nbc i i purposely put my football content up top my golf content next and my soccer content down at the bottom because i was like dude everyone who's in our space wants to be a football analyst yeah there's there you know there's a million and for every one soccer analyst there's ten thousand football analysts yeah. and they reach back out they didn't say anything about football they didn't say anything about golf. They said, wow, your soccer stuff is amazing. And I I actually reached out to my podcast mate, and I was like, dude, this sucks, man. I was like, they just want me to do soccer. And he looked at me and was like, dude, you're one of the most brilliant soccer minds I know. Why would you not go for it? So I just, I, number one, finding your niche is, you know, if it comes to you or or, or you constantly hear that, like someone saying something like, you got to do this, you got to do this. and it And it keeps getting repeated. Do that. Or number two, just keep an eye out um, for for what's not there, because yeah, uh, there's going to be times where, you know, I, I read a lot of articles. I try not to read people's opinions. Right. Yeah. And so in soccer, a lot of people just give their opinions, And if they give you stats, it's at the end and just like a jumbo clipping. And so what I do and this is an example that's kind of a little far off, but what I do is I try to blend it in. I tell the story of why I'm taking them, and then put the stats inside. So it t- it's a different kind of piece. Just like when you're podcasting, you're going to be listening. I'm, you listen to podcasts, yeah, most definitely. Okay. When you're listening to podcasts or people in your space, just start paying attention to what's missing. Don't go, you know, don't go listening for that reason. But you're going to start. The more you listen, the more you do it, you're going to be like, wow, there's this void that needs to be filled they're not doing this yeah. and I need to, I need to start doing this. I, I really, I, I listened to a few episodes of your podcast. And I really enjoy how, you know, the, the, the wrestling episode, the wrestler episode was sick. Like your friend what was her name diamond. I don't want to say her name. Yeah. Diamond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah diamond. Like, like they're, they're, they're so different because everyone has their story and you know, that can be your niche of, of getting on people get on here and telling people how they started, what is driving them to success? Because I guarantee you everyone's story is different and, You know, my bit of advice for you, and this is not anything bad, but don't be afraid to get personal. Don't be afraid, like, if someone is, and you'll hear, there'll be those guys who are really hesitant, or really hesitant to kind of open up. If you are on this podcast, and you're the interviewer, and someone says something, and you can kind of tell they're a little reserved, don't be afraid to show a little of your sleeve, hard on your sleeve, to get them to open up. Like, yeah. if you have, if they have something personal that you know is part of their story, just give a little tidbit and then ask them. Just lightly ask them, lightly ask them. I think that'll go, like, a super long way because I really loved hearing all the different people on your podcast. I think that's, you know, the world needs more of you, guys who are, are down to, you know, just get inspirational people who just want to, you know, tell their story or make it to the top.
0: Yeah, no, I, and I appreciate it. And it was like, it's, like, crazy because, like, you, you kind of, like, you, you kind of got the, like, what I'm, like, looking to do, you know, it's just, like. I got a buddy, he kind of inspired me. Uh, his name is Micah Titibe. He runs the Unpacked podcast. I think it's like okay. super amazing because um, he's way more thoughtful and intentional about like yeah. who he brings on. Um, and he kind of knows your stories. But I was his first ever episode and I was like, wow. But he kind of like came at me, you know, about what we were yeah. talking about. And I was like, Micah, oh my God. He didn't even warn me or nothing. He just <laughs> like, yo, like, like, just hit me with it, you know? So, you know, I think I definitely, like, like easing into it, easing into it. And um, it's crazy because, like, we do audio. Obviously, I see you now. Yeah. Um, but obviously, I can see your face. I can see, like, how you're feeling about something. I can see you're passionate about what you're talking about. So I, I appreciate that most definitely. Absolutely, man. Yeah, no, listen, I did
1: audio only for five years of the podcast. We've only been video for less than a year. And baby steps, man, we were we were recording like with a, a little handy cam
0: mm-hmm. and then
1: now we, now we both have like real cameras and we do streaming and everything. But yeah, I, I love the audio only podcast because I feel like when someone knows that it's audio only in their storyteller, which most podcasts are, you know, are, yeah. um, they have to paint it kind of different because you can't see my non-manual signals. Like you can't see when my, my, my eyes and brows are raising or I'm squinting or I'm angry about something. And it's just, you, you have to do it with voice inflection and tone.
0: No, absolutely, and I, I, I like admire people who just like sit there, turn on the mic, you know. Absolutely. I was like, did he write that down before? Because this is like our episode, and you're telling a story for an hour. Like, did you <laughs> like, is this premeditated? Like, how much of is it is it, you know, without like stutter, stumbling stuff like that? Obviously, we can edit stuff out. But yeah. um, so, so I admire. it, So I'm I'm slowly working my way to like one-offs, you know. Yeah. Um, where I give a story and something like that. I also like to keep them short too, you know. Yeah. yeah uh, Thirty minutes. Uh, max you know but um so like wh- how do you market your episode how do you market yourself like and build and build around your show
1: okay yes yeah. so I'll, I'll go with market yourself first because it's always important like one of my favorite podcasts how i built this is owned by is ran by N- uh, npr but mm-hmm. the podcast producer and the host guy ross is probably the most important aspect and he markets himself very well which makes that podcast more likable for me personally I always tell myself if it's on the internet, anyone can see it. So I try to refrain from like profanity on the internet. I try to always be a nice person. Like yeah, people are going to say things that are going to tick you off and you're going to want to curse them out and stuff. Like number one, I don't do it. I don't, I don't bother with it. I've caught myself doing it and I've deleted it. I'm like, now that's out there permanently. And I always want to be the guy who's there to engage in conversations yeah. So with social media, it's all conversation based and I've gained some really good friends who are pretty big in the, in this space that I'm in just because I think that what they have to say deserves a response. Yeah. And so I'm always responding, always engaging. Um, number two is I'd say number two is always make sure your work is something that you want to accomplish something. Um, so like, when you're posting on social media, some people just post just to post. And I learned this from my role as a social media marketer. Like, I would just post pictures of golf courses that meant nothing. And then I go back, look at engagement. I was like, five impressions. Like, what would I do? But then when I posted something that had a reason, like, this is probably one of the most risky things that I've done managing a company ever, <laughs> is I posted um, uh, the body issue of Greg Norman. Uh, when he was posing nude for ESPN, I posted that on all my golf courses because I knew it would start the conversation. I got a firm slap on the wrist, but I said, look at all these impressions. Look at all these comments. Look how many new followers we got. So make sure you're posting with a purpose. And I would say another very important thing, have a plan. Um, I have built out brand calendars where I planned out weeks, months, you know, a couple months at a time. It's important to have a plan because you know sometimes you could sound like a flip flopper online, you know, like yeah. oh Brad, you were talking about and I'll use a sports reference. you were talking about it's it's always good to fade the public and now you're you're saying that the public's always right, you know it's if, if you have a plan and you know what your your I guess you say your theme of your podcast is, it's a little bit easier to to market it and get it out there.
0: No, most definitely, you know i I feel like I learned so much throughout this episode. Uh, obviously, we wanted to focus on you, but it's like it turned into like you giving me a whole bunch of tips, you know. And and that, and that means the world to me. So you know, before we we close out, like I want you to plug yourself. I want you to tell people where you're, what's all your social media. Tell them about your show, the shows you're involved with, like everything.
1: Absolutely, guys. So first and foremost, I'm always on Twitter. My Twitter is at Mr. Brad Thomas. I'm the co-host of What's the Spread on Twitter. That's at What's the Spread underscore. On there, we have our different sports bets of the week. During football season, we focus on college football and NFL. I'm also the host of Bankroll Blitz. That's at Bankroll Blitz on Twitter. And on there, that's all NFL. This one, we're bringing in some high-profile celebrities that come on and give their favorite plays. We've had a couple of guys in the industry who are just straight killers come on. Next, we have a, a legend for who's one of the FanDuel reps coming on. If you guys want to follow me on Insta, it's Brad. O-H-H-B-R-A-D. And listen, I didn't talk about this on here, but it's an opportunity to plug it. I love eating and I love writing reviews. I have a food page on Instagram called Brad's Best Bites. It's at Brad's Best Bites. And I go on there I leave my reviews of everywhere I've been. Um, You know, it's a newer page, so I think there's only like 50 or 60. But I'm going to continue to keep growing it because everywhere I go around the United States, around the world, I, I try a different place. Um, and then, if you guys want to see me on TikTok, it's it's at at Brad's best, and on there I have my bets, but also got some cooking videos on there for you guys.
0: No, absolutely, and 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 Brad, I'll do my best to like plug all all of these in in our show notes. Cool. Yeah, and um and on, on YouTube, whenever I get all the YouTube videos. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> you know, hey, but like Brad, like like usually I ask people to close out with something that they can they can help everyone listening. But you gave away so much throughout this episode so um unless you got something right up here you've been itching to get out um i i want to thank you for joining the podcast
1: yeah the only thing i would say um you know every, for anyone listening it it doesn't matter where you come from what troubles you had if there's something that you want to do go after it go chase it and don't make excuses i think that there's days when i sleep for four hours two hours because i'm just pumping out content or writing stuff and i'm not at where i want to be but i know if i keep grinding i know if you guys keep grinding you'll get to where you want to be and man even like the podcast when you had the wrestler on there he was talking about you know you might not be the best but you're going to be your best and that's all i'm trying to absolutely. do is is be as good as i possibly can and work as hard as i possibly can
0: absolutely absolutely and and like i said like I, I wrote down you know i'm doing my notes and hella hella sound bites hella sound bites you know <laughs> And, and brad like i i appreciate you like a ton for you know just like willing you didn't even know me you didn't know what kind of show i had but you you know you took the time out to listen and i appreciate you jumping on you know um I, obviously like you, you get to grow your show and get to, um get to like know some of my community but i really do appreciate you jumping on definitely
1: no dude when when i listened to your podcast and i, I figured out what it was about i was like this is an opportunity for me to tell my story and I, I I do a lot of a lot of speaking with you know guys trying to get into my industry in golf. Now this is a chance for me to talk. to People who are trying to get into podcasting or or just you know whatever inspiration I can provide. You know I, I get I'm literally a podcast guy for NBC Sports. I work for Golf Channel. You know I I'm living the dream. It's not where I want to be right now, but I'm literally living the dream. So I was excited.
0: Not, not absolutely, and you're and you're like you're like you're, you're showing people that it's possible to do what you want to do and and like hey like you can actually live in this space yeah you know, that's really what you're doing you're living in this space you know and yeah, that's sweet you know you know i definitely pray the best for you i know you're going to continue like to grow and again i appreciate you jumping on absolutely man thanks for having me hey no doubt hey me and brad had a banger episode i'm super excited my old coach my my mentor, J.D. Ramsey, connected us, and he always just told me, hey, I got this guy. I think he'd be a great fit for your podcast, and I, I'm elated. It was a, a good time for me to like talk to an, a fellow podcaster who's doing multiple shows who has been living in a space for a, a little while now, and I'm, I'm super excited because he put me on game, you know, he put me on game. But please uh, subscribe to Brad's shows, uh, What's to Spread, super, super good sports podcast, and I, I think uh, he provides value in just him being himself on all platforms. So thank you again for listening for the Masters Podcast.